Today's daf is Ksubis daf Kuf Dalid, and we are in the middle of daf Kuf Gimel on the base. It's 21 lines from the bottom, to be exact. So the Gemara is in the middle of the classic Agadat Gemara of B'yom Shemes Rebbe, where the Gemara discusses all the incredible events that took place. Yesterday we learned part one. Today's daf, the majority of today's daf, is going to be part two. And as we began to see yesterday, this Gemara, this blood and a half of Gemara is Mole Vigodish, Halacha, and Agoda, and Ashkofa, and Musr. There's everything here. It's absolutely jam packed with, with lessons and things that could be taken out of this Gemara. As we started yesterday, we'll try to extrapolate a little bit. So, the last piece of Gemara that we were learning was that Rebbe gives his final instructions to his children and to the Chachomim. And he says that after I die, Chanina Barchoma Yeshabarosh. I want that Chanina Barchoma, my Talmud, he should be the Rosh Hashiva. And the Gemara said that Chanina Barchoma, out of deference to Rab Ofes, didn't want to become the Rosh Hashiva. He was two and a half years older than him, and because he had a little bit of age on him, he felt that it was more <laughs> proper that Rab Ofes become Rosh Hashiva. So Rab Ofes became Rosh Hashiva, and afterwards, Rab Chanina Barchoma became the Rosh Hashiva. But the Gemara asks that why were, why did Rab Rebbe pick? Rab Chanina Bar and even Rab Chanina Bar himself, he deferred to Rab Ofes for Havi Rab What happened to Rab Chia? Rab Chia was one of the great Tanoim, and he was a Talmud Muvik of Rebbe. So you would think that Rab Chia should have been to, the one to take over Rebbe. Why was it Rab Chanina Bar or Rab Ofes? What happened to Rab Chia? As he prayed to Gemara, Havi Rab Chia. So the Gemara says, Nach Nafshei, very posh to the Tarot. Rab Chia wasn't alive at the time. Rab Chia had passed away before Rebbe passed away, meaning that he wasn't alive. It wasn't possible. For him to be the Rosh Hashiva, asks the Gemara, is that true? Rabbi wasn't alive. I'm Rabbi Chia. said, I need that I was once at the caver, the tombstone of Rabbi, and I cried at his tombstone. So clearly, Rabbi was nifter before Rabbi. You can't say Rabbi was nifter before Rabbi. So the Gemara says, Epoch. You, the story must have been confused. It wasn't Rabbi that was at Rabbi's caver, but rather it was Rabbi at Rabbi caver. But the Gemara says, but I have another cash because Rabbi said, oh, so I am Shemes Rabbi. That the day that Rebbe died, Butler Kedusha, the Kedusha that was in the world, was Butler. So again, you see, Rebbe was alive when Rebbe died. So Rebbe didn't die before Rebbe, says the Gemara Epoch. Not that Rebbe said that Oisei Hayoyim Shemais Rebbe, Butler Kedusha, but it was Rebbe that said that Oisei Hayoyim Shemais Rebbe was Butler Kedusha. That's what the Gemara says. But the Gemara asks, but Tanya Bruno and Tana Braisa, because the Cholor Rebbe, Rebbe was sick, Nichas Rebbe Hayatzloi. He came to be Mavaka He found him crying. Amalai said, Rebbe, why are you crying? Vatanya, but we learned to the Braiso, make me If somebody dies out of happiness, Simon Yafala, it's a good sign. If someone's crying when he dies, Simon Yurala, it's a bad sign. Pun of Lamail of his face is facing upwards, Simon Yafala, it's good. Pun of Lamata, Simon Rale. Pun of Klapi Yav, if he's facing the Tsibor, Simon Yafala. Klapi Akoisol, he's facing the wall, Simon Rale. Pun of Yurukin, Simon Rale. Pun of Tsuhuvan Vadumin, Simon Yafala. The color of his face matters. Mace, Erev Shabbos, if he dies on an Erev Shabbos, Simon Yafala. It's good for him. Matsoi Shabbos, if he dies on a Matsoi Shabbos, Simon Rale. Mace, Erev Yemaki. 
Purim Simon Rally. If he dies in Erev Kippur, it's bad for him. Here, incidentally, the Pshat is Pashat. Because if somebody dies in Erev Yom Kippur, he almost had Mechilas Avainas. So he's going to die with a whole year's worth of Avairs. But Mitzah Yom Kippur, however, if he dies in Matzah Yom Kippur, Simon Yafaloi, then it's a Simon Yafar. Rashi says, because Nimchalu Avainasav, his Avainas were all forgiven, and he literally was Yatzah Nishmasai Betahira. If somebody dies because he has a stomach ailment, Simon Yafaloi, it's a good sign. Why? Because most Sadiqim die from Khilmayayan. So Rebbe sees Rebbe sees Rebbe lying on his deathbed. He's dying and he's crying. And he said, Rebbe, why are you crying? There's a Brysa that discusses whether different omens that exist at the time that a person's dying, whether it's Simen Yafa or Simen Ra, one of the things that are considered a Simen Ra is if Meis Mitech Bechis, so Rabbi asked Rebbe, why are you crying? So Amalei said, Rebbe answered, You know why I'm crying? I'm crying because as long as I was on this world, I had an opportunity to do Torah Mitzvahs. But now that I'm passing on, now that I'm dying, I'm losing that opportunity that I had to do Torah Mitzvahs, and it's for that reason that I'm crying. So the Gemara asks, what do you see from this Brisa? You see from this Brisa that Rabbi Chia again died after Rebbe because Rabbi Chia was present at the time that Rebbe died. So, why was Rabbi Chanina Bar the one that was appointed to Rosh Hashiva? Why wasn't it Rabbi Chia? So the Gemara says, One teret you could say is Epoch. Again, flip it around. This whole story happened not with Rabbi Chia at the time that Rebbe was dying, but rather Rebbe at the time that Rabbi Chia was dying. Another teret that you can say is Really, don't mix it around. Again, it was Rabbi Chia at Rebbe's death. But I, you'll ask me, Akasha, why then did Rebbe pick Rabbi Chanina Bar Why didn't he pick Rabbi Chia? The teret is Rabbi Chia also be mitzvah because Rabbi Chia used to do a lot of mitzvahs. The Rebbe saw Rebbe thought that if I'm going to make him into the Rosh Hashiva, you know what's going to happen? He's going to be sidetracked with a lot of different askanas, and he's not going to be able to do what he does. Rabchia did unbelievable things with his time, and Rebbe felt it would take away from his ability to do what he does by making him Rosh Hashiva. And it's for that reason, although Rabchia was certainly more qualified than anybody else, Rebbe Tafke didn't want Rabchia to be the Rosh Hashiva. The Gemara says, Vahainu, and a Makar, just one Myra Makin to the fact that Rabchia did unbelievable mitzvahs is the following Gemara, and this is a Gemara in two places, here in Ksubis, and it's also Gemara above Metzia, a well-known Gemara. The Chavi Mitzvah, Reb Chanina, Reb Reb Chanina, and Reb would go at it sometimes. So Amalei, Reb Chanina, Reb Chia, Reb Chanina, Reb Reb Chia, Bahadi Didi, Mitzvah, you're arguing with me, you know who I am? Dimchas V'Sholem, Neshtach, Chetayim, Yisrael. If Teru would be forgotten from Klai, so Madran Alemi Babuli, I would be able, through my pilpul, to remind everyone and to bring Teru back to the world. Amalei, Reb Chia, Reb Chia said, I can one-up that. I know, I'm better than you. Because I know, Avdi, I... Toil to lay mishtakat on Yisrael. Teru shouldn't be forgotten. What do I do to make sure that Teru is not going to be forgotten? So listen to this gemara. Daisino kisno. I take flax seeds v'shadaino and I plant it. And from the flax that grows umagatlano nishpi v'tzaid notavio. I make traps and I catch deer. Umachilno bistroliasmi. I take the deer. I shecht it. I take the meat of the deer. I feed it to Yisraelim. V'arichna migiltem imashchid notavio. And then I take the hide. And I make scrolls out of it, and on the scrolls, I write Torah. And I go to a city, I take these scrolls with me to a city where there's no rabbi, there's no cheder. I write five, I give it to five different kids. I do the same thing with the Mishnai. Each one of these kids, I say, I want you to learn, and I want you to teach your friends also. And Rebbe, 
heard what Rabchia used to do, he said, wow, unbelievable what Rabchia does. Rabchia goes to such unbelievable lengths, he does unbelievable chesed and mitzvahs, all to make sure that Torah wouldn't be forgotten. Incidentally, the Vilna Goyen, it's your dua, that the Vilna Goyen said, that he doesn't understand. What was the point that Rabchia was trying to make? That I'm oistik, that Torah shouldn't be forgotten. What do I do that Torah shouldn't be forgotten? I go to places, shtetlach, where there's no rabbeim, and kids have nowhere to learn from, and I write, they give them chamisha chumshet Torah, and I give them shisha zidri mishnah. That's really the point. Why the whole arichos? He said, the first thing I do is I take seeds, and I plant it, and I use, I make traps out of it, and I take the deer, and I take the meat of the deer, and I give the meat of the deer to the assignment. What was the whole point? And the Vilnagoyan said, exactly. He said, because just to take a scroll and to write Torah on it and to teach is not the same as if every single prat, every single tenua of the Torah process is done by Kedush Devetahira. And Rebchia wanted that every single element of teaching children should be done Al-Tairus HaKodesh. Even the trap that's going to be used to catch the deer, that's ultimately going to be used to have scrolls that you should be able to write the Torah. Even that should be done with a Cheshman. Even that should be done with a Kavon Hashem Shemayim. And they say that the Vilna Goyen said that if people would build but the Knesios, with those types of Kavanas, they would know even where the Eitzim and the Avonim came from. He said it would be impossible to daven a Tfilah Shalei in such a basic Knesses. And he says the reason sometimes you go to Shul and to daven Sechnesh, sometimes it's not even because of what exists then, but it has something to do with the history of what was. I remember hearing in Yeshiva, they say there were Baruch Ber, at the Hanochas Eben Apina of the Kamenetz Yeshiva was crying, and somebody came over and said, Rebbe, why are you crying? So he said he was crying. He heard that the Galach of Kamenetz was going to come to Hanochas Eben Apina. And if they they couldn't tell him not to come. But he was crying, he was davening that he shouldn't show up because he felt that to have that tumor present at the time of the Anocha 7 Apina, it would take away from the Koyach that Talmud would have years later learning in that yeshiva. And that's what Rebbe remarked, they didn't just teach Torah, but the diktuk and the Cheshbin that went into every move that Rebbe made when it came to teaching Torah was unbelievable. But either way, the Teretz is that really Rebbe was the most qualified to become Rosh Hashiva. Rebbe didn't want to be Rosh Hashiva because Rebbe had a destiny. Rebbe was doing very important things, Askonas, and he felt that him becoming Rosh Hashiva would take away from that. Incidentally, the Gemara just concludes, so Rebbe said, So I'm by Rebbe, I feel the son Rebbe Shimon was there. Is he even greater than you? Yeah. was also standing there. And he asked Rebbe, I is he even greater than my father, who was Rebbe Shmo father? Never say something like that. He was definitely not as great as Rabbi Yossi. It's Mavur throughout Shas that Rebbe had unbelievable respect for Rabbi Yossi. Rabbi Yossi is Nemuka Ima, wherever there's Machlik, Rabbi Yossi, and another time of the Allah is always like Rabbi Yossi. Rabbi in particular had enormous respect for Rabbi Yossi, and that's why he said it that as great as Rabbi Yossi was, but he's not as great to even utter such words to think that Rabbi Yossi was greater than the Tana Rabbi Yossi. So the bottom line is, the Gemara brought a whole bunch of different stories, anecdotes with Rabchia at the time that Rebbe was Nifter. The Gemara suggested initially that maybe Epoch, maybe you have to say it wasn't Rabchia B'Shaz P'tirasa Shal Rebbe, but it was Rebbe B'Shaz P'tirasa Shal Rabchia. But the end, the Gemara comes out, Loit Epoch. No, you can leave all these brises the way they are. Rebbe was Nifter before Rabchia was Nifter, and the reason Rabchia didn't become Rosh Hashiva is as the Gemara discussed. So just two things to take out of this Gemara. Number one, Rabchia said, that the day that Rebbe was Nifter, Batla Kedusha. So the second Tosis over here on the Yomad Avkuf Gimel Amad Beis says, Why Batla Kedusha? Rebbe was known as Rabbeinu HaKadosh. He apparently had achieved the level of Kedusha. Thus, when he was Nifter, it was Batla Kedusha. But Tosis asks Akasha from a Gemara 
Gemara at the very end of Masech Tzaita that we're going to learn in the not too distant future. The Gemara says there, "Mishemais Rebbe Botla Anova Viyira." The Rebbe was Nifter Anova and Yira was Botla, not Kedusha. So ask Tzaisa. It's a very straightforward Stira. Here it says Botla Kedusha, and there it says Anova and Yira. Tzaisa says Yechloi Ma Kedusha Bechal that Kedusha is included included in Anova Viyira. In other words, if Anova Viyira was Botla, then Kedusha was Botla as well. Perhaps the beer is that we know. The Mesil Sisharim, the Sefer Mesil Sisharim, was founded on the Madrigus of Reb Pinchas Ben Yar. So Reb Pinchas Ben Yar said that if a person wants to achieve lofty Madrigus in Yiras Hashem, so Zerizos, Zerizos, he has the whole setup of how exactly it works. The last three Madrigus of Reb Pinchas Ben Yar, as quoted by the Mesil Sisharim, is the third to last is Anova, the second to last is Yerashet, and the last, the final ultimate Madrega is Kedusha. Zaysay Meres, Kedusha comes after Anova V'yira. Maybe that's what Tesis means. The Gemara Tzaita says, Botla Anova V'yira. If you have no Anova V'yira, you have no Kedusha, because Kedusha is the third floor. Anova is the first floor, then comes Yira, and then comes Kedusha. It's all true. It was Botla Anova V'yira, and Mela, it was also Botla Kedusha as well. Meaning, it wasn't just Botla on the Kedusha level, it was Botla on the Anova V'yira level, Mamela, it's poshit that Kedusha would have been bottled as well. That's the first Teretz HaToysvus. So the first Teretz HaToysvus is that, what does it mean, Batla Kedusha? I, the Gemara Tzaita says, another Vayira, it's all included in the same thing. But then Toysvus says something very famous. Toysvus says an unbelievable thing. Reb Chaim Koyen Hoyoyimertz, could I have seen it? Sorry. Reb Chaim Koyen, who was one of the Bali Toysvus, said as follows. Il Mole Hoyisi Kishin Nifter Rabbeinu Tam. Had I been alive when Rabbeinu Tam was Nifter, Hoyisi Metamaloi. I would have been Metamat Rabbeinu Tam. Reb Chaim HaKoyen was a Koyen. Said Reb Chaim that although a Koyen is not allowed to be metamah to a mace, I would have been metamah to Rabbeinu Tam. The high bottle Kedusha, the Kama Because when the Gemara says here that B'yom Shemais Rebbe bottle Kedusha, you know what it means? Hainu Kedusha's Kahuna. It means that the Kedusha that the Kohanim had became bottle. V'chei Muchach midekomar Oisei Hayoyim. It says Oisei Hayoyim bottle Kedusha. Mashma Oisei Hayoyim Dafko Vesuloi. Behedya Omar Biyushalmi, and then he brings already a Yushalmi that says this idea. But either way, Toysus says a second second shot. There's nothing to do with the Gemara and Saita and Nova year. It doesn't mean the Mida, the Madrega of Kedusha became bottle. It means Kedusha's Kahuna. Ordinarily, a Koyin is not allowed to be Matama to a mace, but Rebbe was different. Rebbe was an exception to the rule, and to Rebbe, you were allowed to be Matama. Now, the emphasis, Toysus quotes a Yushalmi, and there's already in Midrashim, the Rambam and Huchas Avul, Perik Gimel Alochayut says as follows Nasi Shemes. If the Navi dies, I call Mistama. Anyone's allowed to be metamed him. Afilu koyhanim. Why? Asu kemeis mitzvah lakoyl. The nasi gets a din of a meis mitzvah. Mepnei shachoyl chayovim bechvoidoi v'chena kol oynin in olav. Because everyone's mechayv to mechavrin. So it's a mafurish rambam. When the nasi dies, everyone is metamed him, even the koyhanim. And the gather is we treat him, we view him as if he's a meis mitzvah. Rab Chaim Akoyim is taking it to the next level. All the achrayim point us out. Rab Chaim Akoyim is saying a bigger chiddush than the Rambam. The Rambam says nasi shemeis. He's talking about the nasi. And the truth is, Rebbe was a nasi. A nasi is different than just the Godel Adar. The Godel Adar is not the nasi. He's the proverbial nasi. <laughs> but he's not a real nasi. We don't have nasi anymore. The nasi came from Malchus Beis David. There was criteria that were necessary in order to be nasi. 
the fact that a Nasi Shemais, that's a Mephorish Allah and Rambam, Rabbi Chaim took it to the next level. Even Rabbi Rutam, who was the Godel Ador, without question, he was Rabbi Shal Kolben but he wasn't a Nasi per se, and still there, Rabbi Chaim held that you could be Matamba not only to the Nasi, but even to the Godel Ador. That's one horror. The second horror is Rabbi Chaim comes, he sees Rabbi's dying, Rabbi's crying. He says, Why are you crying? It's not good to cry. So he told you, No, I'm crying. I'm crying because of the Torah and the Mitzvahs that I'm not going to be able to do now that I passed away. To do it with the Goyen at the time that he died, he was crying also. They asked him why he hopped on his sitzes and he said, as long as I was on this world, all I had to do was literally, I could put these sitzes on, I could be Mekayim, all these mitzvahs. He says, now that I'm dying, I'm not going to be able to do anything. He had a tremendous chalichas hadas over the lost opportunity that he was going to have now that he was going to no longer be alive. And there's a lot, obviously, that we could talk about on this idea, but one particular maramakim is a Gemara Mesech Tesukah, Daf Nun Bez The Gemara over there is discussing a passage in Zechariah that describes a very esoteric Maimed that's going to happen in the end of days where there's going to be a someone's going to die and there's going to be a hespit, everyone's going to be crying, and there's machlokes in the Gemara. What exactly who died and who are we being masfed? So one pshat of the Gemara is it's Mashiach ben Yosef, the other pshat of the Gemara is it's the Yetzahara, that the Yetzahara is going to be Nerak. Asks the Gemara, Hi Hespid, then why are we crying? We shouldn't be mourning the fact that Yetzahara was killed. To the contrary, we should be Besimcha. So the Gemara says, Kedidar is Rabbi Yehuda, pshat is like Rabbi Yehuda, Lasset Lavi, Midi Akadish Baruch, the Yetzahara. Hashem, Lasset Lavi is going to bring the Yetzahara, Veshoich Toy Bifneat Sadiq, Bifneat Risham, and he's going to shake the Yetzahara in front of the Sadiq and the Risham. Sadiq and Nidlam Kahar. The Sadiq are going to look at the Yetzahara and they're going to see a mountain. The Rishon are going to look at the Yetzirah and they're going to see a little Chutasairah, right? Which one is it? Is it a mountain or is it a Chutasairah? So say the Balei Musar, that before a person does an Avera, the lure of the Avera is so tempting, he thinks, who knows what in the world it is? Then you do the Avera. It's not such a big deal. The Tzadikim didn't do the Avera. They see a mountain. The Rishon did the Avera. They know it's nothing. It's a Chutasairah. It's the truth, unfortunately. Says the Gemara, Halalu Baychim, Halalu Baychim. And they're all going to cry. Tzadikim Baychim, the Tzadikim are going to cry. How are we able to overcome? How are we able to scale this mountain? Risham Baychem and the Risham are going to cry. They're going to say, they're going to have remorse. It's all it was. Big deal. We couldn't control ourselves a little bit. Look at what we're losing out because of that little bit of Kfishas Ayetzer that we weren't able to overcome. Says the Marashah. Unbelievable thing. Why were the Tzadikim crying? They were crying. How were we able to do it? Not much for that way. Rashi says it was tears of simcha, but he said it doesn't sound that way either. It says it's a hespid. At a levaya, people don't cry me to simcha. Halalu boichem, halalu boichem. In the context of hespid, says the Masha is real bechias. So thank the Masha. The Risham, I understand why they're crying, but why are the tzaddikim crying? It needs a little bit more beer. Azoyzok the Masha says the Masha. You know why they're crying? They're crying about the fact that the Eitzar was destroyed. They lost that. The Tzadikim are going to see how much they gained from overcoming the Yitzhahara, and they're going to realize the Yitzhahara was their best friend. Had there been no Yitzhahara, think about it, they would have had nothing. They would not be where they are today. The Tzadikim are where they are. It's only because of the Yitzhahara. And now that they see the Yitzhahara is being shocked, they were crying at that hesped for the same reason that Rebbe was crying. Right here, B'Shas Petiros, I know, I tell you, I can't do Torah anymore, I can't do Mitzvah, I don't have the Yitzhahar anymore. I'm losing that ability to achieve, and it's for that reason that they are going to be cry. Either way, we continue to the Gemara. Five lines, five lines from the bottom. So now, Rebbe spoke to his sons, 
And then he spoke to his, the Chachmi Yisrael, and now he's continuing. I want you to call him my younger son. His younger son was Rav Shimon. Nichas Rav Shimon, that's why Rav Shimon came in. He gave him over Sidre Chachma. Some say he taught him the Teres HaKabola, Teres HaNistar. Then he said, my older son, Nichas Rav Shimon, that's Rav Shimon, who was his older son, came in. He was the one that was going to be Nasi. So he taught him what it's like to be Nasi. So he told him, I want to give you some instructions. My son, no that I want you to elevate the status of your Nesiyas, meaning I want you to be together, Rashi says, you should spend time together with the Chshuvim and the generation, I want you to be part of their social circles, you have to understand what exactly he means, but he says, I don't want you to operate on a ver- at a very humble level, but to the contrary, that's I think what he was telling him, additionally he told him, be rough with your Talmidim, that sometimes you have to be tough with them, but the Gemara says, is that true? That's the way your Mechanech your Talmidim, you're supposed to be tough with them, but the Pasuk says, Ves Yirei Hashem Yechabed, it's a Pasuk at the Hillim. Ves Yirei Hashem Yechabed, you're supposed to have covered to the Yirei Hashem. We learn, say, Yoyishav Melechidu is referring to Yoyishav Melechidu. Kshayroi Tamachachom, or Yishav Melechidu would see a Tamachachom, or Yoyim Melechidu would stand up, and Mechabka, you would hug him, Manashka would kiss him. Vikari, and it would call him Rebbe, Rebbe, Mori, Mori. So that's the way you're supposed to treat Tamid Chachavim, not Zrik morally, you don't intimidate Tamid Chachavim. To the contrary, you're supposed to be Mechabed Tamid Chachavim, says the Gemara, like Kash, Betzina, when no one's looking, definitely be mechabedem. But for Hesia, you have no choice but to show strength, and you have to show your boss, and therefore, even to the Talmidim, there's a concept of Zraik Mara Talmidim. Again, we're going through these things quickly, but every line here is rich. Tanya, Rebbe was lying on his deathbed in Tzipayri. He was buried, however, in Beis Sha'arim. Tanya, we learned to the Braisa, Tzedek, Tzedek, Tirdoif, Halachacha, Rebbe, Beis Sha'arim. It sounds like Rebbe lived in Beis Sha'arim. So the Gemara says, yeah, Rebbe, Beis Sha'arim. However, really, he lived in Beis Sha'arim. Elakibin the Cholash, but when he got sick, Amtiyuhu, Litzipayri, they brought him to Tzipayri. Why? The medallia, because it was elevated. Boston Avira, the, the luft was very good over there. It was, it was a healthy place to recuperate. So really, Rebbe lived in Meishorim. He spent the end of his life at some period of time in Sipiri. But when he was buried, they brought him back to his hometown. They brought him back to Beishorim. Another classic Gemara. Ahu Yoimo did noch nafsheh Rebbe. The day that Rebbe was nifted, goes through Rabbanon Tanisa. The Rabbanon will go to Tanisa. This is the last day. And they were davening, and the tefillahs were knocking. And they said, Anyone that's going to reveal that Rebbe passed away, will be stabbed, he will be killed. Why? We'll see that momentarily. So the Gemara says, The Omar, Rebbe's Omar, who we had yesterday's daf, so she is quoted in Shas, apparently she was an Isha Chashuva. So she went up to the roof and said as follows, Omar, In Shemayim they want Rebbe. Here on this, everybody's fighting for Rebbe. They're trying to take Rebbe, and that's why he's passing away. And with davening from, we're pleading to Hashem, keep him here because we also want him. And she said, That made the tefillahs of the tachtoinim, made that us on this world win this tug of war. For who's going to get Rebbe? Give it a chazoi. She saw, she was able to observe from the roof how Rebbe kept on going to the bathroom. He had to take his tefillah on take his one off, put it back on, and she saw that Rebbe was an unbelievable tsar. Amra, so she switched her tefillah. And this is an unbelievable chiddah. She said, She davened that let the 
people in Shamayim win, let them be Mesgaber, meaning she davened that Rebbe should die. But the Gemara <laughs> says, But Rebbe wasn't dying. And the reason is, is because they were still saying till him, they were knocking downstairs. And it was for that reason that nothing was changing. And she wanted to change it. She wanted Rebbe at this point to pass away. So she took a jug, she threw it from the roof down onto the ground. Everybody was quiet, what just happened? The Gemara says, they, they stopped davening, but Noch Nafshid Rebbe. It was at that second that they stopped davening that, right, Davin Melech, very good, that the Balchamovas was able to get Rebbe. Now they didn't know Rebbe died. So the Rabbana told Balchamovas, Zil Ayin, go check up on Rebbe. Go tell us how Rebbe's doing. He came in and he saw that Rebbe was Nifter. Kori Lelavusha, he writes Kriya. He turned this Kriya around. So nobody should see. Posach, and he said the following. And the Metsukim are the Tzadikim that live in this world. They were both grabbing on to the Oren Kodesh. They were fighting for it, this tug of war. The Malachim won the fight. And the Oren Kodesh was captured and we lost him. So they said, meaning they heard what Bar Kapara said. Are you trying to say that Rebbe was Nifter? They sort of got the Nimshal. He said, Atom Karita, you said it, Vanolo Kamina. I didn't say it. In other words, because they had already said that anyone who says Nachnafshi the Rebbe, you don't give a cherem. I didn't say it, and therefore, that's the story. So before we go, Vaiter, because this Gemara continues. But before we go, Vaiter, two unbelievable halachas. Unbelievable halachas that emerge from this Gemara that we learned right here. Number one, the Chachamim said, that anyone that's going to say that Rebbe died is going to be called, why? What's so bad if you say Rebbe died? Well, Rebbe's died, now it's time, we have to bury him, and we have to do a spade him, cover him, mace. Why would it be a bad thing? Says the Shita Mechubetzas. You know why? Because the Yidin were davening for Rebbe. And they would have davened for Rebbe even had he passed away. Let's continue davening. Maybe Hashem will be Mechayim Mason. But you could only daven for Hashem to make a nest if you don't know that it's a nest. But to the extent that they knew Rebbe wasn't alive anymore, it would be usher for them to daven. Because you're not allowed to daven for a nest. So the point was they wanted daven. And if Rebbe passed, just da- you just daven. You do what you need to do. The problem is the moment we find out that Rebbe was Nifta, we're not allowed to daven anymore. So it was for that reason, says the Shittim Kubetzis, they said, don't say that Rebbe was Nifter, because if we know he's Nifter, we won't be able to daven. If we don't know he's Nifter, we will daven, we'll continue davening, and who knows? Maybe the Ebesh is going to make a nest. But this Shittim Mekubetzis is a Chiddush La'alocha, and the Sefer Chassidim brings it, and it's something that's discussed at length by the Poiskim. Are you allowed to daven for a nest? Can a person literally say, Tfilot Hashem, make a miracle, something, This Shittim Mekubetzis would seem to be a Maramokim, not that way. The Sefer Chassidim discusses it in the context of a child that was born in the eighth month. So you see in Gemara is that a child that was born in the eighth month was considered not able to live. You didn't, Mila wasn't like Shabbos for a child that's born in the, in the eighth month. Today, obviously, it's different, but that's the way it was once upon a time. And the Sefer Chassidim says if a child was born in the eighth month, it's also a spell. You can't dab, you can't say to him, the child is going to die. You're not allowed to dab in for a nes. One of the kashas that's asked on this halacha is actually from something that we say in benching. Or you're not supposed to say it, but if you forget al Nisan on Chanukah or Purim, so there's a special insert you say in Berchus HaMazam. What's the insert? Harachamon hu yasalonu nisim v'neflois. Hashem should make nisim v'neflois to us. Kasha osalav yisenu bayom v'mahim b'zman hazeh. The Hashem, we ask Hashem, yasalonu nisim v'neflois. So, according to this tefillah, is a Ramah. The Bechor Shor, Sech the Shabbos, Perikul Mevadlikin asks, 
from this Ramah, on this idea. Here you have an idea, you're not allowed to daven for a nest. So how do we say this Nusach? Harachamon, who yaselonu nisim v'neflois, how could you daven for a nest? You're not allowed to daven for a nest. E maskir maizen nisim, you're not allowed to. So he says there's a chilek between a yochid and a tzibor. We spoke about this yesterday a little bit. The yochid and the tzibor are very different. A yochid, you can't daven for a nest. A tzibor, you can't. You'd have to know. Rebbe was the nasi. Rebbe luchura had a din of a tzibor. We spoke at the Turi Evan once. So the bottom line is, is the first that comes out of this Gemara is this idea of not to daven for a nest. The second is even a bigger Chiddush, I think. And that is, so Rebbe's Alma goes on top of the roof and she sees that Rebbe is Bitsar. First she's davening that she Yakufu Hashem answer the Tfilas and keep Rebbe alive. And then she saw that Rebbe was Bitsar and it was, it was very hard for him. He was living in Teich Surim. So she changed her tune and instead of davening that the Tachtoinim should be Miskaber, she was, she davened that the Al Yoinim should be Miskaber. She Davin, that Rebbe should die. She saw he was suffering, he was in pain. May he die. Unbelievable chiddush. You're allowed to do that? You're allowed to daven? You know someone that's a chayla and he's in geferlach yisurim? So you stal shmeina esrei and by shmak you say that Hashem take away this person life, because although life is so important and so chashev, but he's in so much pain, and I don't, I can't view him, I can't watch him suffer. People say it, maybe think it, but to daven for it, it seems to be an unbelievable chiddush. It's true for a Moshe, it's two chuvas. It's a chayshem mishpat, chelik beis, simen ayin gimel, and simen ayin dal. So the first chuva was written in 1982, so this was already towards the end of Ramosha's life, and he wrote a tshuva to two doctors. I'll just read to you how he addresses it. Yedidi hachashuvim mo'oid nechbadim v'yakarim. These weren't Rosh Hashivas. Dr. Reb Naftali Zev Ringel Shlita v'dr. Rabbi Yoyal Yakubovich Shlita. Hashalom v'abrocha yiyui mochem lo'ilam. So he obviously had a lot of respect for these two doctors. And apparently they asked him this question. And the question they asked him was, there's a few different shilas that they discussed. They discussed triage in the emergency room. It's a fascinating tshuva. Difficult shilas. These are the shilas he needed from Moshe Rapaskin. But Moshe said that uh, apparently this particular shiloh that was discussed was a person who's very, very sick, and the doctors, there's nothing that really they can do, and he's just suffering, and not only don't they have a refuah to heal him, but they also don't have a refuah to even make him feel better, to remove the asurim. And the question was, should they give him refuahs to extend his life, despite the fact that he's A, not going to be better, B, not feel better, or what's the point? Just for him to continue to live with his machlo that he's not going to be that he's not going to be able to overcome, and mitoichisurim that aren't going to get any better. Perhaps there's no point. And Ramosha says, and it's a mafurish gemara. It's a gemara mesachtis ksubis daf kuf dalad amaralef, and he brings a ran a mafurish ran a midorim, where the ran extrapolates this halacha from this gemara right here, and that is, he says, you see from Amsa the Rebbe that as long as she felt there was a tayeles to Davin for Rebbe to get better. She was davening and everybody was davening, Gonko, let's get Rebbe better. But when she saw that Rebbe was Bitsar and she saw that nothing was coming from the Tfilas, the Tfilas weren't being answered, then to the contrary. Then already she davened that Rebbe should be Nifter. And Ramosha says, that why did the Gemara tell us? He says, this whole sugi over here is coming to teach us lessons. Every line has another lesson to teach us. What's the lesson of that? That at the time the Rebbe was Nifter, first the Amsadabe Rebbe davened, he should live, and then she davened, he should lie. He says, it's Ramosha says that the Gemara is coming to teach us a halacha. And you know what that halacha is? That there are times that you're allowed to give up hope, and there are times that you can daven for a person to die. Now, Ramosha says, and he clarifies it 
again in his next shuva. He says, I'm not suggesting that a person should ever daven that somebody should die. Chas v'shalom to do that. Not only that, today, our tefillahs aren't as potent as they once were. So we can't say, you know, I'm sitting Rebbe said, I see that davening and the tefillahs aren't working, oh, so let him die. We can't say that, that they daven and there was tehillims and everything was said and it didn't help, so it must be, they're not going to make it better. So our tefillahs don't have the same kach that their tefillahs had. Mm-hmm. Meaning, I'm saying Rebbe felt that from the fact that their tefillahs didn't work, it's a riot that Rebbe's going to be nifter. It's not going to, nothing's going to help. So she took that as a message, no, okay, he's going to die anyways, let him die. Why? make him continue to suffer. We can't make that calculation anymore because our tefillahs don't have that koyach. But we, it would be relevant to us is in the context of medication. Should we give, should a doctor give a patient medication where he's A, not going to be healed, B, it will not relieve him from his pain. Again, if he'll be healed, of course you do it. If it's going to relieve him from his pain, then of course you do it. The Shailos were neither of those two criteria going to be met. Says Ramosha, and again, he bases on around. We'll save the round from when we learn the Dharam, Dathnam. But uh, for now, Ramosha, based on this Gemara, the Gemara says, Mefurish, that, or the way he understands the lesson that the Gemara is coming to teach us is, is that when there's no hope and nothing good or beneficial is going to come from prolonging the life of the Chayla, then there's no mitzvah to just give him refuas, just to extend his life. You have a right to besheva al Of course, you don't pull the plug. And of course, it's value to Chayisha. But to extend his life, that's something that you're not mechayiv to do. It's interesting, Derek Agav, he gets into a discussion. He has long, he has pages here. But one of the things he talks about is, let's say there's one doctor that doesn't know, but there's another doctor that you can consult with. And maybe that doctor is going to know of a refuah, or will have a way of making it better. So, of course, you have to consult that doctor. I mean, you have to make sure that you don't leave any rocks unturned. The idea is to go and, and meet with everybody that you can meet. And then he gets into the topic of big doctors. So he says, he says, don't rely on the fact that, oh, the biggest doctor said that there's no refuel. Oh, he's the biggest doctor. He said there's no refuel, so probably there's no refuel. So why are we going to go consult a lesser doctor if the, the guru already told us that that's the way it is? So he says, there are times that he says, sometimes the little doctor is to things that the bigger doctor can't get. That sometimes the wiser you are, the sharper you are, that's, you're that much more prone to err and to make a mistake. Sometimes the wiser you are, the more you overlook things that are basic, that are very obvious. He says it's even more when it comes to that the big hotshot doctor is going to overlook something that maybe the, the smaller doctor is going to see. He says, number one, he says, besides, when it comes to doctors, number one, you don't really know that he's a bigger doctor just because his reputation is and he doesn't take insurance doesn't necessarily mean that he's for sure the bigger doctor. And then there's a also that sometimes there's a certain siyata, the shmai that a certain doctor has. He's the shliach to make this person better. So Moshe says that when it comes to these discussions, forget 
big doctors, small doctors. It's irrelevant. It's something that's, that's grossly overrated in this context. But either way, an unbelievable. Two tremendous halachas that you take from this last Gemara. Number one, not to daven for mice and isim. Again, ask your local rabbi, but that's the shit that says. And there's definitely makoiris to it. And number two, with regards to a chayla that the doctors already said, there's no way, we don't know of any refuers that are going to heal him or relieve his pain. The question is, should you give him medication to prolong his life? Ramosha has chuvas where he suggests that Beshev al you certainly should not. Right, we're still not finished. Says the Gemara at the moment that Rebbe was nifter, Zokaf Eser Etzpa he lifted his ten fingers, Kapi Milo, Omari said, that I use my ten fingers to toil in Torah. And I didn't have enough from this world, so little, even Etzpa which is a little bit interesting in the light of the fact that Rashi famously brings up Parshas told us that the shame tells Rivka Shnei Goyim Bevitnech Al Titni Goyim Elegeim, and Rashi says, "What does it mean? There's two great people that are going to come from you, two wealthy people, Antoninus Virebi. Antoninus came from." Esav, Rebbe came from Yaakov. Means if you came to Rebbe's house for dinner, the table was set literally like a melech. So what does it mean that he didn't have any anos? You have to say that he himself didn't have any anos. We also know the Gemara says that Rebbe mechabed us Ashirim. Rebbe used to give cover to Ashirim. So without this Gemara, you would think to the contrary. Right? Rebbe told his son, that you should be, you should have a certain shtaltz. But clearly, as it related to Rebbe himself, to the outside world, the way he was mechabed Ashirim, and the way his table was set, and maybe the way he conducted himself, you would have thought that he was having, he was indulging somewhat in the pleasures of this world, but Rebbe said, Eidus on himself, Bishas Petirosay, that it was absolutely not the case. Says the Gemara, Omar, he said, he concluded with a tefillah, so imagine, Rebbe has to, at the end of his life, daven to Hashem, that he should rest in peace. Yotzisab, literally. Yotzisab, Basko, Vaamra, Basko came out and said, Yavay Shalom, Yonucho Amishkevoisam, Yonucho Amishkevoisam. Ask this to Gemara, Yonucho Amishkevoisam, that's plural. If one person passes away, Rebbe died, so he was one person. Al Mishkovcha, Mi Bailei Lashin Yacha, Wai Lashin Rabbin, says the Gemara, Mishkovcha, Mi Bailei Lashin Yacha, Wai Lashin Rabbin, says the Gemara, Mishkovcha, Mi Bailei Lashin Yacha, Wai Lashin Rabbin, says the Gemara, Mishkovcha, Mi Bailei Lashin Yacha, Wai Lashin Rabbin, says the Gemara, Mishkovcha, Mi Bailei Lashin Yacha, Wai Lashin Rabbin, says the Gemara, Mishkovcha, Mi the following tzaddik is coming. So the Ebishta turns and he says, He calls the tzaddik and he summons them and he says, We're going to go now and we're going to greet this tzaddik who's joining us up here in Shemayim. And they, the tzaddikim, say, So who's the mishkavaisam? It's all the tzaddikim that left their resting place to come greet the tzaddik that was nifter. Now all of them, not just the tzaddik that was just nifter, but all the tzaddikim that came out. To greet this tzaddik that was in, they're all going to go back and Yonucha Mishkavaisam. Amr Rabbi Lazar, Bishash that tzaddik Niftim and Oilam Shalosh Kiddush Malach Hashem. Yoyitz is the grossing. The three groups of Malachim that come to greet him. Achaz Emeres Loi, Boy Bishalim. Achaz Emeres Loi, Hoylech Nichachai. Achaz Emeres Loi, Yovei Shalom. Yonucha Mishkavaisam. Bishash Harosha Nevin and Oilam. What happens when a Rosha dies? Again, three Malachim, a different Malachim. Shalosh Kiddush Malach Hashem. Malachim Chavol Yoyitz is the grossing. You have three groups of Malachi Chavola. Achaz Emeres, Ain't Shalom, Amr Hashem Lishon. Vachaz Emeres, and the other one says, Lamatseva, Yishkov, Vachaz Emeres Loi, Rida, Vahoshkeva, Es Arelin. And with that, we conclude the story 
of Bishas Piti Rosh Sharebi. And we now return to our regular program. So we're learning the halach of an amana. An amana collects her ksuba from the assignment. So when does a woman, when is she entitled to collect her ksuba? When her husband either dies or she gets divorced. So it says the Mishnah, as long as she is living in her father's house, a very interesting halacha, she can be given her ksuba whenever she wants. However, if she's living in the Yisayimim's house, she has 25 years to collect the ksuba. So 25 is usually not a Jewish number, 26, not 25, but she has 25 years to collect the ksuba. After 25 years, she can't collect the ksuba anymore. So if after her husband died, she went back to her father's house, then she's goyvik ksuba. So if 25 years pass and she didn't collect the ksuba, doesn't matter, she could still collect the ksuba. If she's living in the Yisayimim's house, then she has up to 25 years to collect. If 25 years passed and she wasn't a very ksuba, she loses the right to collect the ksuba. Why 25 years? Because over the course of 25 years, the Yusayim are going to give her a lot. They're going to give her more than she was entitled to and we say that over the extra good that they gave her over the 25 years, it goes keneged her ksuba, and as a result, she forfeits her ksuba. That's what say It's true. There is a halacha regarding 25 years in terms of up until when a uh, Amana is allowed to be given her ksuba, but you got it wrong. Meaning, you, Rab Meir, said that if she's living in the Yusayimim's house, she has 25 years. But after 25 years, the Yusayimim gave her so much that it went against her ksuba, she doesn't have ksuba anymore. The Chalim say just the opposite. If she's living in the Yusayimim's house, then she can collect it forever, even after 25 years. It's only when she goes back to her father's house, then she has 25 years. What's the Svara in the Chalim? So Rashi explains the Gemara elaborates, the Chachamim have a whole different understanding of 25 years. 25 years has nothing to do with the Hatova that the Yisraelim are doing with the Yamana. Rather, it's a Svarah Mechila. If you owe me money and I don't collect it for 25 years, I was Michael. Up to 25 years, that's the cutoff point. 25 years, that already constitutes Mechila. So if she didn't collect the Zoom in 25 years, we say she was Michael. But that's only if she's living in her father's house. If she's living in the Yisraelim's house, then we say that the fact that she didn't request her ksuba is not because she was Michael, because she was embarrassed. You know why she was embarrassed? Because here they're being so nice to her. They're letting her live in her house, and Nach, I want the ksuba also. So there's a busha element that tells us that she probably wasn't Michael. The only reason she wasn't Gaiva is because of this busha, and therefore it doesn't constitute Michila, therefore she can be Gaiva after 20 years, 25 years. So you have a machlekes remeyer and the chachamim when the halach of 25 years was said. Was it said dafka when she's living in Bebe Savia? Or was it said dafka when she's living in Bebe Baila? If it's when she's living in Bebe Savia, then it's... And, and what the svar is, is these two different disparate svars. The Mishnah concludes, Mesa, if she dies, Yashem, they assume this 25-year period, and just like she only had 25 years, her Yarshim, who are now entitled to her Ksuba, the Yarshim, the Ksuba, they also only have up to 25 years. Amalei Abayi Rabbi Yosef. Abayi asked Rabbi Yosef, according to Rameir, that says, that an Amara that's living, the Vesvaila, 25 years, can't collect the Ksuba anymore. Why not? Because we assume that the Yusayimim did so much, they gave so much to the Zamana, that it already offset the Ksuba. A poor 
girl who had a measly ksuba, a Messiah Mzuz ksuba, so it takes 25 years for her to get back to pay her ksuba, and Marsa Basmaisis, who was a very wealthy woman, the Gemara earlier in the Masechta talked about her ksuba, that her ksuba was worth millions of dollars, also 25 years, how's it possible? How could you say a, a fixed number of years? In 25 years, it, you for sure got back what was outstanding as far as your ksuba? Different girls have different ksuba amounts, so it doesn't make sense. How could you have one number? Amalei said, yeah, from Gamla Shechna. It's true, because the stronger the camel, the heavier the load that you can put on the camel. So Anisha be Yisrael, she was a poor girl. She probably married into a poor family. So it's Yitachin then that the amount of atubah they're going to give her is very little. So over 25 years, it'll be enough for her measly ksuba. Marsa Basmaisos had a very expensive ksuba. Presumably because she married into a very wealthy family. Her husband gave her a big ksuba. So they probably wine and dine. They live large. So therefore, her ksuba will also be satisfied over 25 years. That's the Gemara. What happens if she asks for a ksuba 10 years after her husband died, do we prorate and say that if the entire ksuba would be deducted over 25 years, so 10 years, 40% of the ksuba is going to be deducted, is it prorata, or is it everything, or is it an all or nothing? That if 25 years pass, you lose the entire ksuba, but if you go to the ksuba after 24 years, then you can collect the entire ksuba, and the Gemara says, Teiku. Chachamim calls man. Chachamim have a different view. Chachamim say that if she's living with his bailah, then she'd be if she's Beveis Avia, then she only has 25 years. Again, what's this far according to the Chachamim? Beveis Avia, if she wasn't going for 25 years, she was Meichel. Beveis Baila, we don't imply a Mechil over here, because we assume that the reason she wasn't going for is simply because she's embarrassed. Amalia Baila Rav Yosef, Sabaya told Rav Yosef, Asoy, Koydim Shkir Sachamo, Goyvik Subasa, Laachashkir Sachamo, Loigavi. This is also a Gemara in two places. It's a Gemara right here, and it's also a Gemara in the Sechtis Rosh Hashanah, Dav Yud Gimel Omer Aleph. And this is something that I'm sure people that learn often want to ask. So 24 years, the last day of the year, five minutes before Shkia, she's going to the Ksuba. Oh, no, she was a Michael, and therefore she's entitled to the Ksuba. But if she waits until after Shkia, the sun sets. Bahi, Purta, Achilta. Does it make sense to say that it's in those three minutes that suddenly she was Michael? Amalesa Abaya said, in, yeah, call me this Chacham and Kaini. The whole Torah is that way. Barbamsa, Toivel. If a woman is Toivel in Arbamsa, then she becomes Tar. Barbamsa, Chasar Kurtav. If it's missing a Kurtav, ain't a Yachalit Bobem. So why does the Gemara ask the Kasha here? Because probably here we're discussing Halach of Mechila. It's more an Umdana. It's more what the person's thinking. There's a Ketzeis here. Like I said, it's a Gemara Shonad Afid Gimlam and Aleph. But that's not for today. Says the Gemara, one interesting Ara I saw in the Sha'ar Mitzvah Malachi says, why was the Gemara toilet in Shkia Sachamo? Koydim Shkia Sachamo or La'acha Shkia Sachamo? It should have been Tzeis HaKechavim. Koydim Tzeis or Acha Tzeis. So you're saying he was a Lutfak. Okay, so we have to know. Oh, Rabbi Yudham Arab. Hey, Rabbi Yishmav, Rabbi Yoyesi, Lefnei Rabbi Yishmav, Rabbi Yishmav, Rabbi Yishmav, this halacha, that a woman's Michael after 25 years, when she's living Bevei Savi. Again, the Chachamim said that if she's living Bevei Savi after 25 years, she's Michael. That's only Elosheng Shtaksub. Yes, that's only she doesn't have the Ksuba. But if she has a Ksuba, Goyve Ksuba, so if she didn't have a Ksuba, like it's a Mokim but then there's a mechil after twenty. But if I have a document, then not. And the reason is the svar is because if she was meichel, you know what she would have done. Rashi says ilu machlasa she would have handed in the ksuba also so from the fact that she didn't give the assignment back to ksuba she wasn't really Michael because when she's really ready to be Michael she'll do it in a classier way and the fact that she's holding on to the ksuba is a raya that she wasn't really Michael Rabbi Laza Rabbi Laza argues what does Michael have to do with this? it's 25 years you add but it's a svara according to the Chacham it's a mechila svara Again, you, that's in Rameir. Rameir, it's because of the Mazayinus, and 
that even if she has the ksuba, you still have the halacha that she's moichol after 25 years. Masiv Rav Sheishis, Rav Sheishis asked the Gishmaka Kasha, Balchoiv Goyve, Shaloi Baskara. Although there's a halacha that we say an Ammonah's moichol ksuba after 25 years, it's only true for an Ammonah, it's not true for a Balchoiv. A Balchoiv is not moichol ksuba. Says, think about Hechidami, Idolay Nakashtar, if we're talking about a Balchoiv who doesn't have a shtar, but my Govi, no one asks you to be Michael. You have nothing to be Michael. You don't have a schus to get anything. Elo must be the Nakachtar. U Balchayv. It's only Balchayv de la Barachuli. There's no Svar Mechila. Ha Amana Achilta. But Amana, where there's a Svar Mechila, you see the Mechila works. But Al Kopanim, you see that Amana is Michael even when she has the Ksuba. So the Mar says, Who Moiseflah, but who Mefaraklor? If Sheshes asked the Kasha and he answered the Kasha. Loi Lom, the way Nakachtar. Really, we're talking about a Balchayv and an Amana that don't have a Shtar. Aye, what's the Kasha? If he doesn't have a Shtar, he has nothing to be Goyv. That's not true. Bachel and Mayaskina. Kishachai Moid. That's talking about the Loiva. Is Maida that he owes him money? If he's Maida that he owes him money, then he could be Goiva even without a star. Let's say he wasn't Goiva for 25 years, there's no Svar Mechila. And Amana, without a Ksuba, there is a Mechila of 25 But if she has a Ksuba, then there's no Svar of Mechila. Mara says, Vam Rabbi Lazar, Vam Rabbi Law, Shining Grusha Rekabachoiv, that we learned that a Grusha is like a Balchoiv, meaning a Grusha was also entitled to a Ksuba. She has a Din of a Balchoiv, there's no Svar of Mechila. Again, Hechidami, same exact Shakla Vitario. If there's no Ksuba, my Gavia, then she has nothing to be Goiva. Oh, I'll have the Nikita Ksuba, must be there's a Ksuba. Vigrusha, Dafka, Grusha, Dalab Basachuli, there's no Svar of Mechila when it comes to no, it's talking about really where there is no ksuba. There's no ksuba. What schus would you have? The schus that you would have is chayev moida. Either way, a machlik is amayiram. The svar of mechila is only when you don't have ksuba, or if it's true, even when you have the ksuba. Om Rab Nachum Bar Yitzchak Tony Rab Yehuda Bar Kaza b'masnisa debei Bar Kaza tova ksuba. So once she's teveya her ksuba reik mechila. So she's teveya ksuba fourteen years into her almana state. It, the clock starts ticking all over again and she gets a new 25 years. Another halachi said, passing like that sheet that if she has the ksuba, she, be, she could be goiva her ksuba forever. So, Rab Nachem Bar Rav Chizda asked Rab Nachem Bar Yitzchak, this Shaila, the Halacha Mechila, is a Dafka where she doesn't have a Ksuba, or is it true even if she doesn't have a Ksuba? That was the first Shaila he asked. Second Shaila he asked him was, Valacha Gidevemi, who's the Halacha like? Do we paskin like Rameir in the Mishnah, or do we paskin like the Chalm in the Mishnah? So the Gemara says, Shalach Lehi told him back, Everybody holds she could always be good for ksuba even after 25 years. The halacha kedivrei chachamim. The halacha is like the chachamim in the Mishnah, not like Rameir. One more Gemara. Ki also Rabdimi Amir Rabshimim Ben Pazi Amir Rabbi Shua Ben Levi Mishum Bar Kapar. Loi Shadu Adam Adam Asai. That this halacha that a woman's meichel or ksuba after 25 years is only the ikur ksuba. Avol Tosefes the Tosefes ksuba. That's a separate hischayvus that she's never meichel. Rabbi Avo, Amar Rabbi Yechanan, Afilu Toisefes Ein Lo. She's meichel even the Toisefes to Amar Rabbi Evoi, Amar Rabbi Yanai. Tonight Ksuba Kiksuba. Toisefes Ksuba is tonight Ksuba, and just like she's meichel the Ksuba, she's meichel the Toisefes Ksuba as well. It's Manami, Amar Rabba, Amar Rafun, Amar Raf. Lo Shanu Elamano Masayin Avol Toisefes Yeshlo. So we said over the name of Rav that she's only meichel the Ikr Ksuba. She's not meichel the Toisefes Ksuba. Amar Rabba, Amar Rafun, Amar Rafachi. So Rabba heard what Rafun said in the. 
name of Rav, that she's only Meichel the one of Asayim, but she's not Meichel the Tosfos. So he said, did Rav say that? So Omar Leis, he said, before I tell you whether Rav said it or not, I want to know why you're so surprised. Meaning, is Shtikin Kamit because you want to quiet me? Like you don't believe Rav said it? Oh yeah, Shakin Kamit, you want to pour me a glass of wine because you're, to the contrary, you're, you're very impressed with what I said. Omar Leis, he told him, is Shtikin Kamit or no? I want you to be quiet because I'm not happy. That's what David would have answered. Because I want you to be quiet. I think Omar doesn't tell us anything beyond that.